Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. What's up, Enterprisers? Welcome to another episode of the Enterprise Now podcast, where we shape the mindset of the high achiever to think like an entrepreneur. We talk with masters of the craft to get the cheat codes to success, helping elite enterprisers level up and maximize their brand. I'm your host, Elsie, the mayor. Now let's get to it. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Eva, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? I am so good. Thank you so much for having me. Now, the people can't see you, but I can. And (laughs) the look of nervousness, it's going to be just fine. But Eva. I am. This is the first time ever I'm nervous on a podcast interview. I gotta tell you. It's like one of those <laughs> things when you ask me, can you give me an oh yeah? And I go, what does that mean? You know, so what you don't know about me, I'm actually like English is my third language. And I might sound like I don't have a lot of accent, but I didn't spend a lot of time in the US when I was born. And I'm like, what does this mean? Like what I'm supposed to do with this, right? So it's literally the first time to be nervous on a podcast, but I'm so grateful to be here and so excited for this conversation because I feel like it's going to be very different than what I normally do. So thank you. Awesome. So having said all that, Eva, can I get a oh yeah? Oh yeah. <laughs> See, that wasn't so bad. <laughs> right off the bat, let's talk about being prepared to be unprepared, right? This is a business show where we're talking about business and how to think like an entrepreneur and all the stuff. Dig into that a little bit because I'm sure your business, um, you planned it and then you executed it and everything went perfectly, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> so talk a little <laughs> bit about how, how being able to go with the flow is helpful in business. Let me take you back to the beginning of my business journey. Can I? Would that be okay? Of course. Well, not not at the very beginning, because before this current business, I used to own restaurants and blah, blah, blah. I had a health coaching practice in 2012, too, when I took, took about 5,000 people through my programs and whatever. But at some point, I decided to become a business and mindset consultant, right? And I had a lot of passion for traveling. And the life that I always wanted to have was a lot of freedom, a lot of exploring, a lot of adventure and things like that. So in 2018, I decided to sell my restaurant and I actually got an RV. I was living in Boulder, Colorado at the time. I got an RV and I I decided to go go around on a speaking tour around the country. I would pop in to uh, different entrepreneur organizations, or mostly for female entrepreneurs, and I would do a talk. 
at the end of each talk, I would ask people to talk to me. They would come talk to me. I would sign clients. And it would kind of work like this. I would go somewhere, I would do a presentation, and then disappear for the rest of the week. I would be in state parks and national parks and hiking and meditating and exploring and visiting different parts of the country. And it was unbelievable. I can, I, I'll tell you, I loved it so much. Number one, I really love driving. Number two, like waking up by a different lake every single day. And then all I had was my laptop and my phone and my hotspot because that's all you need in a virtual business, right? So it was really, really awesome. And then I met somebody along on this journey and we started traveling together. We were doing some coaching together actually as well. And we were doing a lot of spiritual work and we were writing a book together. And I was like, how does this get any better? You know? Like, how does this get any better? And then 2019, I got pregnant, July 1st of 2019. And four days later, on July 5th, 2019, I found out that I would be a single mom. He decided that at the age of 52, he did not want a third child. He disappeared completely from my life. And then two or three weeks later, I think, like, blocked me on all contact with me on social media and so on and so forth. Talking about a pivot, you know, needing to going with the flow is exactly what I did. It was more like suffering and kicking and screaming. Basically, realized I could not travel anymore because I don't think you've ever been pregnant. But if you were, you would you would know that it's it's not easy to drive. It makes you very very nauseous. I was in a lot of pain, a lot of depression, a lot of. Apathy, you know, the kind where you're just sitting on a couch and you don't even want to get up and there's no inspiration and and the victimhood and all that stuff, you know. So that went on for about three months. And then I realized I gotta move my business online. I can't do this offline thing anymore. Right. This is 2019. This is way before, well before COVID, before everybody else had to do the same, right? So I did what most entrepreneurs think they should do go create memberships and courses and make passive income, right? That failed absolutely terribly. I spent two months working on the best, the most amazing course that you can imagine. It was packed with bells and whistles and so many videos and beautiful funnel and just amazing, right? And I put so much into like, I'm going to set up a Facebook ads, all going to run perfectly. It's going to be this passive income. I'm going to be able to be a single mom. And I'm going to have money coming in. It's going to be great, right? You know how many people bought my amazing course after I spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of creating it, the, the staff support and the Facebook ads and all this stuff, two people bought one of them being the godmother of my baby. So I was sitting there and I was this close to getting a job. I was interviewing. There would be nights where I would get up in the middle of the night and go on Indeed.com, the job search website, and apply for a bunch of jobs. And uh, I was this close to getting one. I was also applying for government support, which was the most humiliating thing that I've ever done in my entrepreneurial career. Finally, I realized, you know what? If anybody can figure it out, it's going to be me. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to be willing to face whatever we need to face to build a successful practice. And 18 months later, which was 
the first quarter in 2021, right? So we spent the whole 2020 building and building and growing. In the first quarter, 2021, we had our first million dollar quarter. Still a single mom. My daughter is now 20, almost 22 months old. So it's quite a bit of fun. And uh, we moved to Costa Rica, which is absolutely beautiful. We have a, now I can afford a full-time nanny support, which who helps me as well, takes care of more me than my daughter sometimes. And it's, it's quite a bit of different life. So that's the journey in a nutshell. Wow. Talk about being uh, open to learning and growing on the fly. I'm always curious, what was the moment and that you realized, right, that the normal path is not going to work? And what was your first step? Like, what is the the first thing you did when you came to that realization, like the normal way to do things that ain't going to work? I need to do something different. What was your very next step? The normal way to do things, there is two ways you can think about it from a mindset standpoint, and then from a business strategy standpoint. And I teach both of those things. And I think both of those are very, very important. So the normal way of how to run your business from a mindset standpoint is doing everything you can to avoid uncomfortable emotions and sensations and hide as long as you can before you have to experience rejection, judgment, Lost total loss of control, you know, the feeling of uh, the lack of safety that you experience when you have to invest over and over into your business before you see anything back, you know, when you have to show up as authentically as you can and you're going through, oh my gosh, what are people going to say? You know, what are you going to think? Now I'm a business coach. You know, five minutes ago, I was this, you know, do I look like a fraud to people? Am I qualified enough? You know, all these things, right? So what people do, the normal, the ordinary way, and and that's how we are designed as humans. So we will try to kind of find the ways, like we'll do the 99 things that are comfortable, that don't get us anywhere and only avoiding the only thing, right? That is actually going to move your business forward. And the, the beautiful thing from in my situation in particular is that I did not have the choice to do that. When we have our safety net, when we have the support, when we still have money in savings, then we can kind of procrastinate. We can kind of beat around the bush. We can kind of wait. We can like warm our feet, you know, get our feet wet a little bit. And little bits by bits, like we will grow, you know? And the beautiful thing is I was completely alone. I moved to a town called Pueblo, Colorado. I did not know a single person there. I moved out of Boulder because I couldn't afford Boulder anymore because I wasted all my money on Facebook ads, right? I didn't have any support. I didn't have any family living in the country. I had no friends. I had no child support, no government support, no nothing. I was broke as can be and just literally alone. So I had no time or no luxury to avoid the discomfort in any shape or form. It was like a do or die, no time for these things. Now, later, I had to start working with how do I get myself into the space of being very comfortable with discomfort with all of these feelings as they come up, despite there being no financial threats and me having all the resources, right? So that's, that's, uh, that's more of an art. Now, on the business side, it's, it's very similar, right? You have to, number one, do the uncomfortable things. They are going to help you grow 
to be the person who can actually handle running a larger size business. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody ever grew as a human being from creating funnels. You know, it's nice. Like, okay, you can learn technology, but what you grow from is like you running a podcast, interviewing other people, showing up, being visible, talking with people, asking for the sale, hiring a team, holding them accountable, dealing with clients, whether they're happy or they're unhappy. Right. And there's, there's always that going on, right? Dealing with vendors, dealing with complex issues and relationships. It's very emotionally uncomfortable, but that's what's going to have you grow, right? That's, those are always the strategies. Get in front of people, talk to people, deliver value, be visible, right? Those are the things that will always, always, always work and make offers. You have to be willing to always do the uncomfortable things. What does that look like? If you have an eight hour day in a business, six out of eight hours, just be on camera, talk to people, do that. If you have a four day, four hours a day in a business, do that for three out of four hours. That is the fastest way to your personal growth and to the financial growth in the business. Would you agree with that? I would absolutely agree with that. I think for me, Part of it has been self, being self-aware, um, knowing mm-hmm. what things I do well, what things I do not do well, and and really surrounding myself with people who can complement those things, um, and really asking questions. I, I try to to ask tons of questions and ask them from uh, from really smart people. And over the years. Really smart people have given me really great ideas and things to try that have pushed me to be the the entrepreneur I am today. Mm, so beautiful. But you kind of have to let it, let go of your ego in order to be able to do that, right? Yes. What's interesting is I've had feedback that I am unassuming in terms of people are open to giving me feedback. And a lot of times... It could be uncomfortable because sometimes people don't, I don't, I don't want to say they don't appreciate the accomplishments, but they will give me feedback as if the things that I have done don't matter, which is so impactful because it puts me, it positions me as a student, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And even though I have things that I've done, I've accomplished things, right? But when, when I take the, the posture of a student, I can learn from people. And and that is the thing that I love most about what I do is I get to learn from people. I'm a, I'm a lifelong learner and I love learning about people's journeys, how they see the world and how they move about in the world because it gives me perspective. That is so beautiful. That is so beautiful. I think humility is really, you know, somebody asked me earlier on a podcast interview today, how do you define success? And the one thing that is coming to me, it's humility. It's ability to say, you know, I don't know, right? Because the more we grow, the less we know, right? It's like there's ever expanding view of the world. And you're like, wow, I really thought I knew and I still know nothing. Yes. And the thing is, is even when you think you know, we could know the same thing, have the same level of experience, same level of quote unquote success, but your perspective is going to be different and it's going to be 
not better, not worse, just different. And I found that the the more perspective I can have, the more successful I, I, I tend to be. And the more value I can add to people, which, again, comes from that perspective, because now I understand, OK, this may be true for me the way I see it, but you might see it completely different. We're looking at the same thing, but get two different things out of it, two different lessons. And to me, life is about lessons and about how you apply those lessons. So now I'm curious to know, and if you're anything like me, Eva, this is 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 not hard to find, but what is the stupidest thing you've done? What is the stupidest thing you've done? Mm, oh my God, one. like you know i think i i don't even know i wouldn't call them stupid but you know like you look back at your life and obviously the choice of the biological father of my baby wasn't the smartest thing in the world you know but then you look back and you're so grateful i'm so grateful for it i'm so 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 grateful for it all and i'm not i'm not making it up you know i hold no resentments at this point. So the things that looked stupid at the time, then you look back and like, it was exactly what it what needed to happen for me to get to where I am right now. So I don't know if there is any like, gosh, you know, I have like blips all the time, but it's like no regrets, really. I agree. I think when it's all said and done and, and people are talking about the dash, right, between the day I was born and, and the day I, I die, the one thing that they will not be able to say is I didn't put it all on the line. Every idea, every business, every thing that I want to do, my goal is to is to get out get all that out and to die empty. So I definitely get that. No regrets. Um, even with some of the things that um, you know, some people, to your point, would would call stupid or things that was like, oh my gosh, what was I thinking when I did that? Those things shaped us. Those things made us who we are. They gave us those lessons, those things that we were able to use and leverage to to grow to where we are. So I, I have something. I have something more to say about this, actually, because I think I'm going to have a little bit different perspective. And not that the things that I've done are stupid, but they're a little bit. They're a little bit misguided. Here is what I think we're doing here, of what I've been seeing that we're doing here. We come here into this body, into this lifetime, and in our early childhood, something happens, something mildly or more traumatic, where we forget who we are. We forget, we lose the connection to our soul, and we get lost. And then we get into the space of general confusion and subsequent information gathering and trying to figure out what am I doing here? How does this work? Am I good? Am I bad? How do I be better? Uh, how do I grow? Da, 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 right. And then we feel so disconnected from ourselves and we try to pluck this void that we have with things outside of ourselves to make us feel whole and complete. And the things that I have done personally and I've seen other people do to make myself whole and complete is attaching my happiness to a whole bunch of things outside of myself, including doing as much as I can, being as much as I can, knowing as much as I can, right? So there is this like, and even like building my business at one point had a lens of how can I be the biggest I can be, 
right? How can I do the most I can do? I can be a mom and I can do, you know, breath work three times a week and I can do a spiritual retreat and I can do this and I can do that. I can take my daughter to the beach twice a day and da, 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 da. You know, how can I fill my life with as much as possible, completely losing track of what, what I actually put myself into this body to do, which was find my way back home. So at the time, it was, uh, you know, it, it was just like what everybody does, right? It was, it was part of the human condition. But now I look back, I'm like, huh, you know, I was, I was genuinely, you know, there was, there was a lot of pride in this. Like, okay, if I build a seven-figure business, I'm gonna be it, you know, like the single mom who grew a seven, grew a seven-figure business, you know, I'm gonna be it. That's part of it, right? Like, I think that's part of the success too. Like, we have to get lost, and it's okay to get lost, and it's okay to think that way. It's completely okay to be completely de- delusion about everything, because I think the more, more like sideways things go, and this is not the worst of it. You know, people become alcoholic and drug addicts, right? So, you know, people get lost in different ways. Some of them build businesses, some of them take drugs, you know, <laughs> just like do our humaning in a variety of different ways. And it all is, it's all like kind of cool and perfect. And the more lost you get, the more, I guess, that the, the, the longer way you have to come back home. But then at some point, you know, I see this for people, it, it's starting, it's happening now earlier and earlier for people. We didn't know anything about mindset and personal and spiritual work, like in our youth, like we had no idea. We had access to nothing, right? Almost, right? Now it's like happening people younger and younger. Now you see people in their twenties and early 30s, like and saying, wow, okay, what am I doing here? Wait, what? Like I'm building one business after another and I'm still not happy and I have all the money and I'm still not happy and I have all the family and the house and the two dogs and the Subaru, which is what people do in Colorado anyway, which was before, right? Like, and I'm still not happy. And it's all like, ah, the things that I used to do don't excite me anymore. So uh, what am I doing? You know, and they're like, oh. You know, you cannot like no amount of knowledge or success is going to plug that hole. None of it. Uh, Relationships neither. Right. It's another way we get so lost, like thinking that person, like if somebody just calls me their girlfriend, their wife or whatever, I'm going to plug that hole. I'm going to be finally worthy, finally happy. And then it happens, you know, you're in relationship number 10 and still not happening, still not happy. The same patterns. Right. So eventually, Eventually, we kind of start seeing this. Wow, okay, I've been pretty misguided, pretty delusional. It's time to come back home. Absolutely. I think there's a lot of parallels to business as well, right? Because a lot of my journey has been, we we talked a little bit before about self-awareness, understanding what I truly want, what, what is my path, not somebody else's path, not yes. how they built their business, not how they're, you know, finding, um, you know, whole, wholeness. But what is it that I'm put on this planet to do? Where, what am I passionate about? Right. And for me, that was literally talking to people. Mm-hmm. And I thought, how cool is that? Like, my purpose on this planet is to talk to people, <laughs> is to ask questions, is to glean from them, get perspective, et cetera, right? And so, and, and so for me, it, it was a point of clarity realizing, okay, 
this podcast thing is more than just a podcast. It is it is literally uh, my my purpose. And and I think when people have that moment of realization, that moment of clarity, it's a game changer, right? Both in in life and in business. So totally. And it's like what you said, like you really enjoy your doing your podcast. Like I can tell like your background is like all beautiful and you're just so much passion, right? And your intro, oh my gosh, so good, right? But people like this is where people go sideways. They build their business and it's based on something like pride says, like I should be just like this person over here. But and they don't know, like, I don't know what's my true purpose. What's your true, what's my true purpose? And I'm like, what do you actually like? Like, what do you want? You know, the, the pure heart desire is like what God wants for you. It's like right there. You know, it feels good when you're living on purpose. It feels good. Like for me, having this conversation with you feels good because I, I get to share, I get to talk. It's just so beautiful. You know, I get to connect with you. And a lot of times it's about the connection. We've covered a lot. <laughs> a lot. And, and one of the things is being able to, to listen to a conversation and pull out the nuggets is a skill in and of itself. So I'm going to challenge my, the folks who are listening, pull out some of the things that we're talking about. We, we're talking about self-awareness. We're talking about finding your path, your passion, right? Whether you're um, in a, a, an organization or whether you are the organization, those things are the, the paths to clarity. Those are the things that will, will help you in your alignment. And when I say alignment, I don't mean a straight line because it's not going to be a straight line. <laughs> it's going to be zigged and zagged and all over the place. But those are the things that help you grow. Those are the, the you mentioned before, being lost and finding your way home. Being lost is the process that creates the strength, that creates the clarity, that creates the, the passion, right? Because you know what it's like to be lost and you know what it's like to find your way home. And so that potential difference, I'm an electronics guy, is the thing that creates the, the energy and the power and the, um, the trajectory. So great conversation. Eva, I wish we could talk forever, but I have to wrap it up. What are some of the, the top things, right, that, that you can share with the listeners that they can implement to get to the next level in their lives or in their business? Number one, avoid nothing. Always go to what's hard. Always go to what you're avoiding. You know, avoid nothing, whether it's the email from the client who just sent you a, you know, email full of complaint about how much your business sucks, you know, they like go stick your nose in there and deal with the emotions and the sensations and whatever's coming up, allow it, bring it up, you know, you know, people talk about surrender and for me, like surrender, it's, it's not trying to make something go away. It's about allowing. And once you process it, you're going to see clearly, but you have to process it. And the, the more you allow yourself to go to what's hard first, even make it like a first in the morning, I'm going to do the things I have been avoiding because there is some emotional stuff, some emotional content in it, right? So if you just every single day make a commitment to going first to what's emotionally difficult, then you're going to grow 10 times faster than you would if you just, you know, have your list and check the boxes and then leave the uncomfortable things for last and they don't happen the next day, you know, like that's, I think the biggest thing in, in, in business success. Well, thank you again for your time. Um, this yeah, was fantastic. Um, I feel like 
you should send me an invoice. It was that good. <laughs> I really appreciate your time. You're very, very, very sweet. And I really, really appreciate you giving me the, the opportunity to share. If people want to reach out to you, learn more about your journey, about your business, how can they do that? Two things. I have a podcast, Leaders Break Free. That's what it's called now. I might rename it in the future. We'll see. But um, I'll, I'll send you a link. And the other thing I do uh, twice a year now is I do a free retreat online. And that's, by the way, how I have built and scaled my business. So for any entrepreneur who wants to know how to scale your business quickly, it's this. Do virtual retreats on Zoom. But this one is an inner journey process. It's called the break-free process. And it's for entrepreneurs who want to let go of all the stuff that is holding them back from scaling very, very quickly, but also freedom. It's you know emotional and mental freedom to be really, really, really authentic and really, really fulfilled in your business. So, so it's going to be very experiential. It's not going to be a lot of me talking. It's going to be very experiential. I'm super, super excited about that. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks again for your time. Yeah, thank you. If you got value from today's show, we want you to join the Enterprises Elite email list for more nuggets and resources. And remember, no excuses, just execution. Go get it. What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email, mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.